the Virgin Radio Pridecast. Proudly supported by Disney Plus. Celebrating every colour of the rainbow. Virgin Radio Pride. Welcome to a quite a queer conversation on Virgin Radio Pride with me, Omar Baroud. And me, Fra Fee. This is the show that does exactly what it says on the tin. We're going to have a conversation, a chat, a chin wag. I love that word. Chin. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that needs to mean something else than it does. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, so we have questions to help us stay on track and they've been randomly selected for us to answer. We'll try to be as open and honest as possible, but to start off, a little bit more info about us. I'm Omar, I'm an actor and a writer. I'm currently in cabaret with Fra and mm. it's probably the biggest theatre thing I've ever done and the most exciting and scary thing I've ever done. And I've got a Disney show coming out on Disney Plus called Wedding Season, which is very exciting. Uh, should be coming out later this summer. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, I'm from a Caribbean Lebanese household. Um, I kind of grew up on an island called Curacao um, in the Caribbean. It's a Dutch island, uh, so I speak fluent Dutch. And, and the rest of this interview will be conducted <laughs> in Dutch. In Dutch. Here we go. <laughs> Hello, Iedereen. No, I'm kidding. Uh, for any of the Dutch listeners out there, yes, that's me. So, yeah, I'm Fra Fee. Um, I'm an actor as well. And as Omar said, we are in Cabaret in, the, in London's glittering West End. At the moment, I'm playing the MC. We uh, took over the roles, Omar plays Cliff, we took over the roles um, from Omari Douglas and Eddie Redmayne in, in the end of March. Yes. Um, and we've had a very lovely time. Uh, I hate saying like, oh, you might recognise me from, that's oh, just really it. awkward, say isn't it? it? I'll just say it. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. They love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was recently in uh, Marvel's Hawkeye. Um, playing a character called Kaze, which was very, very fun. And after Cabaret, I'm going to be joining Zack Snyder's new uh, science fantasy Rebel Moon, which I'm very excited about. Which you got because of me. Yeah, yeah. and you are me. solely responsible for my next the gig. the only person responsible. Yeah. yeah, Omar sat where we are right now in my dressing room and did my uh, test with Zach <laughs> right in the other lines. So uh, thank you very, very much. <laughs> Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio Pride. Quite a queer conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. Okay, so our first randomly selected question is... Question number 23. How did you two first meet? Okay, well, we've sort of answered that, yeah, right? Yeah, we have answered that. Yeah. Um, I do have to tell you, I saw you in As You Like It at the National. Okay. Oh, what's... <laughs> no, I, I was going to say I was blown away by you. I wasn't, I didn't have a lot to do. You didn't do. have a lot to do, and you are the one thing I remember. Well, okay. Well, I don't that's know if that's a nice. good thing to say, but you are literally, because I just remember being blown away by your voice. You have, you had this one bit where you sing, sang this like folky song. Yeah. 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 There was a few lovely bits, two lovely songs to sing. A funny story about that, though. So I, I played Amiens. Yeah. And I went to audition for the, for the play. <laughs> um, I don't need to mention any names. I auditioned for the play. And I and I auditioned for Amiens and another role. I can't remember the name of the role. 
Uh, but he had like quite a big scene at the beginning yeah. where could, in the, the the fight scene. Yes, yes, or yes, yes, that boxing. Uh, the, yeah, and I thought that the, the two, like it was going to be one actor for the two roles, and yes. I was like, okay, well, this is great. I'll get to sing a wee bit, and then I'm playing this different role. And I arrived in the first day for rehearsals, and we all get into a circle and oh. introduce ourselves. And only for the fact that some other fella introduced himself first and said that he was playing the other part, oh I would have been going, hello, my name's Fra, and I'm playing Amiens, and this guy had no idea. And so that was a bit of a... <laughs> that was a bit of a... Found out first day of yeah, that, like, my, my part was actually really, really small. <laughs> oh, great. Looking forward to the next six months. Um, but yes, it was a good, <laughs> well, Honestly, that's, that's good to hear. Thank you. You were also much. a sheep, I think. <laughs> well, we were all, all sheep. sheep, which was hilarious. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting Aren't we all, though? Aren't we all sheep? So deep. Quite a queer conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. This is quite a queer conversation on Virgin Radio Pride with me, Omar Baroud, and Frafi. Oh, it's me. Okay, so my next random question is. 18. Name one moment which changed your life. Okay, so this is quite recent. I mean, we've all been through a fairly life-changing couple of years with COVID and sort of sick of talking about it. It's like when you, you know, you bump into someone that you haven't seen in a wee while and you're like, oh, so how was COVID? Yeah. But it was pretty, pretty life-changing because at the beginning of it all, um, just before Boris announced lockdown in London myself and my boyfriend decided to we weren't living together at the time in London and so we were like let's just go to a friend's house and in the countryside and get out of the city for fear of not being able to get on trains and visit each other and stuff and we went to his mate who lived in in Oxfordshire and it was so delightful and we were surrounded by fields and we couldn't believe how close it was to London and yet felt so far away and it was just such a refreshing change of scene um, and then when we realized that this pandemic was going to last longer than a couple of weeks and had to resign ourselves to leaving her house and, you know, going back to our flats, we did make the decision to then leave the city. And so we started Googling cottages in Oxfordshire. And now, as a result of that, we, we live out there. We have a, a beautiful cottage there in South Oxfordshire. And that is utterly life changing, mm. you know still do the commute into London every now and then and certainly for this show but but it's such a change of life and uh, uh, haven't really looked back yeah so yeah what is a moment that changed your life I think I would it might happen in lockdown as well so I've been writing this musical called After Elijah Mm. for a while I've had the idea for the idea of that musical not of the story that it is now but of that musical for a while since 2016 and I think I've always shied away from telling the story that I wanted to tell. Yeah. And I think in lockdown, because we had so much space to reflect, and because of that, I went, oh, just, I changed yeah. the whole thing. Mm. And I, within a month, I kind of did this really quick draft of the full story that I wanted to tell. And I felt like I had to say it out loud to my parents. Yeah. And it's a story about a mixed race family um, who find out after their sons died that he was gay. Mm. Um, and it obviously it's not autobiographical because it's you know it's, I mean, it's and, like, and you're here, yeah, here. Yeah, I'm right here oh my god you're a ghost I'm a ghost <laughs> name something weird about you I'm, I'm a, a ghost, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay back to your show yes so I decided 
it, I used every feeling that I had yeah. to put it in this fictional story. Mm. And it was very much the fact my parents knew that I was queer and yeah. it was mentioned, but it wasn't, no one, we never really discussed it. And I just, I read them the whole musical, mm. all the script. Yeah. And I've recorded all the songs and I read it to them out loud. And it's very much about two parents and how they deal with mm. a son coming out. Yeah. And yeah. I just read it to them and it was just such a, a life-changing experience, I think for all of us. Yeah. Because it was very much me going, I see you. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. And this is me. And that's an, an amazing reflection of yours to understand understanding and empathy. Because I remember it took me a while to get to that point. I remember whenever I came out. <clears throat> to my parents when I was 19 I had that foolhardy sort of expectation of them to just be fully on board because yeah. I was yeah and it wasn't until maybe f- like a good five or six years later that I in hindsight reflected that well, well it took me ages to get to the point to accept myself yeah I need to give them time as well exactly. so Absolutely. to actually like write a show that gives that voice to the to the parents that just need time to figure it out as well you know that's pretty that's pretty amazing quite a queer conversation virgin radio pride this is quite a queer conversation on virgin radio pride with me omar baroud and frafi right this is your my next question randomly selected is number 13 what is the most romantic thing you've ever done um okay i I would never describe myself as a romantic person. Me neither. But like, I think like romance exists in lots of ways. And I find romance in different parts of my life, but like in the hallmark expression of it, I'm absolutely (laughs) not. Yeah, like an ex on Valentine's Day. Surprise me, I came back to my flat and there were like all of the rose petals and all and floating candles and all. I felt <laughs> sick. It was awful. Like, it's just, it makes me really icky. And yeah. I, just, yeah. I can't, I can't really abide by it. You know, yeah. like doing something romantic is yeah. like maybe surprising your lover with a, with a nice treat or like arriving, uh, like flying to where they happen to be working if it's in a different city mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? I think it's the, the, the stereotypical stuff. So very gift based. It's too transactional. Yeah, it's very. Tra- yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, I'm going to give you something just because I and love then, you. I'm like, that's not how love works. Totally. Yeah. I. It should be more of a, like an emotional gesture yeah. or, or yeah, like validating yeah. one's feeling for. Honestly, each other. it's one of the best parts of being queer is having to be like. I don't have to deal with, I don't, I don't need, I don't need to, you don't need to conform to yeah, yeah. any of those things that have been put in place for so long yeah. that people kind of, I feel just sometimes follow. Cause I guess that's what you do. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's not, it's always, it, it comes from a beautiful place. Of there. course. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, I. Quite a queer conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. This is quite a queer conversation on Virgin Radio Pride with me, Omar Baroud and Frafi. So uh, question number four, which song would be the soundtrack to your life? <laughs> um, bit odd to, to, I guess, have one song yeah. to characterize your whole life. The first thing that's comes to mind 
is running up that hill because I've just binge watched Stranger Things and it's such a deadly song as she's running. But the, that, I mean, that is a good, that's a really, really good song. I guess I do like to put, you know, my ear, ear pods in and choose music that is reflecting my mood. Mm. Like that's fun. Absolutely. And like pretend as if you're sort of living in your Stranger Things montage moment or your or the, like the music video of your life. But if I had to choose one song, because then it would probably just make me uh, cheery, it would be uh, Hall and Oates, You Make My Dreams. Brilliant choice. But it's That's it's such a good choice. <laughs> 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 what I you got that not the thought. It's like so a flame burn. I mean, like, how could you not be beaming from ear to ear? <laughs> and, until it's, it's so like, good. it's been playing for the last two <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, Kill me now. You're on an island and it's just sort of been, <laughs> you're in a cell. <laughs> you're like, I don't get me out of here. Yeah. Um, what would yours be, do you think? I think I'd have to choose. I listen to a lot of like scores of movies. Mm -hmm. I think that I have to pick either a Nicholas Brittell one who wrote for um, uh, like Moonlight, the soundtrack of Moonlight, uh -huh. or Max Richter is this German composer, yeah. but he's very famous. And he wrote one called On the Nature of Daylight. I just find stuff that even when I'm feeling happy, I just find it so euphoric to, mm. to hear like an orchestra yeah. kind of going at it. And uh, would that type of music be it's sumptuous and like a little bit melancholic? You would say? Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know. I get some joy of, I, out I, of the melancholy. I do as well. Yeah. That's like the tortured artist. I know. Thing. It's like, it's, oh, I'm an act. I'm a writer. But we we do sort of like to like indulge in it's so, a bit of melancholy. It's so sad, isn't it? It is pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, I just remember when I was young, I used to, I used to listen to these. I used to listen to like Robin. Yeah. How did they not know I was queer? Ah. I used to listen to like Robin, and I used to listen to like, like I was just talking about like breakups, and I had literally no relationship. And I, and I'd be <laughs> like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I hate that person. Quite a queer conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. You're listening to Quite a Queer Conversation with me, Fra Fee, and Omar Baroud on Virgin Radio Pride. Okay, number twenty-eight. Are you each other's types? Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. Not next one. I don't think I have a type, you know. Me neither. I was gonna, just going to say. I, I really don't. Like everyone I've been with looks different. But you're extremely handsome. Oh, stop. You are. Every, and everyone says. <laughs> and everyone says it comes to see the show. Do they? Yeah. Oh, so you can have your pick of any right. of my female friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. So if you know if you're at a loose end. Yes. Brilliant. No, I um, I'd have to say, uh, you are because you're so kind. Ah, oh, wow. No, seriously, you are so, you have such a gold heart. It's <laughs> very attractive. It's just you're so you, you like beam like kindness. Really? You know, yeah, you oh, have this really sense nice. of like, I feel really calm around you. You have this sense of like, I'm sure people have told you that before. You're very like the energy is like on here, like on yeah. fire, but for some reason it's just like it's like a little blanket, like oh. like a weighted blanket, and you just go. That's really it's very nice. comfortable. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I just think that you're wonderful as well. Really. Thanks. 
<laughs> I don't have the sort of beautiful blanket uh, analogy. Yeah, but you're, I'm a writer, did I tell you? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I can sing you a song. No. <laughs> quite a queer conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. This is Quite a Queer Conversation on Virgin Radio Pride with me, Omar Baroud, and Frafi. Okay, number uh, 21. Uh, what do you think is the best representation of LGBTQ plus life on TV or film? I mean, I'm definitely going to say, I'm sure there's loads of stuff, but just because my mind is so on it, prior to Stranger Things, I watched Heartstopper. Yeah. Oh, did you finish it? No. Oh, I found it so, so moving. Like it's, it's, it's charming, right? And it's, it's, it's charming and it's simple. It's not like Pulitzer Prize sort of writing or whatever, but it is, beautiful and I found it so moving because of the fact that it just was so wholly different from my experience as a gay kid to think that and I believe it's not just an idealized complete fantastical depiction of of queer life in schools at the moment I think I think it's really close to that now you know because there's such visibility on our screens now um, and I think kids feel more encouraged to just actually live a life that's closer to their how they feel inside at school. It's yeah. really, really lovely, and it's and it's it's not there's not pain or death or disease or it's just the two kids that happen to be boys just really liking each other. <laughs> it's so nice. Oh very god, sweet. it's just lovely. Oh, that's gorgeous. Um, I. I cannot stop thinking about Moonlight. Mm. I love Moonlight so much. It was one of the first like LGBTQ plus movies that I saw that I thought was similarly so detailed and specific mm-hmm. about a very specific um, man, yeah, yeah. right? And his situation, where he lived and where he came from. and Absolutely, his, yeah. But also, at the same time, so, so universal. Yeah. In all the details. Mm. Like, I could see myself in all those details that didn't apply to me. Mm. It was just brilliant writing. And, yeah. I mean, Barry Jenkins is just mm. his... I was just, like, floored by... He just puts the camera so close to their faces. Mm. And they're constant... They're, like, staring at you. And they're, uh, it's just... It was so brilliant. Mm. Of like, like a human it was like a like a like a, almost like a documentary on, on humans and how we live yeah it's brilliant i thought it was I need, beautiful i need to re-watch that so yeah it was gorgeous quite a queer conversation virgin radio pride You're listening to Quite a Queer Conversation with me, Fra Fee, and Omar Baroud on Virgin Radio Pride. We also have the most important question. What does pride mean to you? So rather shamefully, or not really, but maybe a bit embarrassingly, like pride as the symbol and institution that it is only really came into my life like much later on. Mm. Because just again with my culture sort of growing up in Northern Ireland and like at school, I always tell this story because it, it just sort of gives a, a firm idea of, of what I went through, you know, at my all boys Catholic school for religious studies, we had to do an essay on all of the big buzzwords 
you know, um, euth uh, euthanasia, suicide, abortion, and homosexuality, you know, like the buzzwords, yeah. like, and you had to say that all those things were essentially like wrong or, or you didn't get a good grade. Wow. And so like, as a, as a gay kid, closeted gay kid, like writing this down, like, what the hell, you know, I can't believe that I went through that. So as a result of that type of, um, shaming and indoctrination, even when I came out, it was more accepting who I was, but it was wasn't celebrating it. I, I didn't think that was for me. It was like just coming to terms with it and accepting it, and I guess trying to live a, an okay life. Yeah. But the idea of taking having pride was not something that I had been programmed to think. Yeah. Um. So, so it is now obviously an extremely important thing in my life because I realize how so many external factors were trying to deny me pride in myself um, and I will do anything to to combat that mm -hmm. and to make sure that no young queer person has to ever feels that they have to um, just accept themselves but actually no that we need to celebrate ourselves yeah you know so it's quite yeah. a, it's quite a, a a moving concept, quite an emotional concept. Yeah. I think for me, it's like the, the, the idea of pride. Yeah, for me too. It's that word that came very late. Yeah, for me in my life, to have pride means mm. you have to be looking in that mirror and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. celebrate you. I'm thrilled with this. I'm, I'm <laughs> so happy with that. Yeah, yeah, totally. W whatever that is, I'm happy with that. Yeah, and I think it took me so long. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I'm probably still on the way. Yeah, well, well, it's a journey. Like I don't think you ever reached no, that destination. No, no, of course not. Which yeah. I, which is quite a nice feeling to know mm -hmm. that I'm still on that journey. Yeah, but having just actually like accepting yourself fully is a big thing. Yeah, I think for anyone, but especially as a queer person, it's a yeah, big thing. Totally. Um, so for me, it's definitely the same as you. It's just it's visibility. It's it's kind of just saying we are here and mm. we're not just here we, we're your shopkeeper mm. we're your neighbor we're your nurse yeah you know we're your son we're, your we're child, your child. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're we're everyone we we are here mm. like we're right here right next to you and i think that's the beauty of pride to me quite a queer conversation Virgin Radio Pride. Thank you so much for listening to our Quite a Queer Conversation on Virgin Radio Pride. There are so many more to come, so keep an eye on our socials. Bye! <laughs> the Virgin Radio Pridecast, proudly supported by Disney+. Plus, Full of stories and love for all.